Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time for a journey into science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. Last week, as you'll recall, we had... Last week, as you'll recall, we had Thomas Williford as our guest, the steampunk prop artist and author of the new Tab book, The Steampunk Adventurer's Guide, with illustrations by Phil Folio. Two lucky winners of our contest to receive their own copies of this book may now claim their prizes. The winners are Brandy Grote and Samantha Leung. Congratulations to both of you. Please email the station at kryptonradio at kryptonradio.com with your mailing addresses to claim your prizes, and we will ship them to you right away. Also, January 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2014, was the Steampunk Symposium aboard the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. On site was our own voice of legend, Robert Soiter and his son R.J. Soiter, and it was their mission to interview the illustrious members of the world-famous steampunk performance and recording artists, Steam-Powered Giraffe. Without further ado, Mr. Soiter. Hi, this is Rob Soiter with R.J. Ryan Soiter, and we're here at the HRM Steampunk Symposium on the Queen Mary, and we're about to interview Steam-Powered Giraffe. One, two, three, four. Is there such a thing as too much of a good thing? I ask myself that every day. That is until the weekend comes and the sun has gone away to sleep. Then there's only one thing on my mind. That's right, me and my baby love. Saturday nights, a Saturday night. Saturday. Can't be Saturday nights, a Saturday night. Saturday. With the dancing and the singing, like the weekdays never happened. I could be, I should be dancing right now, cause me and my baby love Saturday nights, a Saturday night. Town is where we're headed next. Cause everywhere we go, it is a bit. It doesn't matter the company, but we're pretty good company for you to have around. Around, around, around. And me and my baby love Saturday nights to Saturday nights. Saturday night, Saturday, with the dancing and the singing, 
HRM Steampunk Symposium. I'm guessing they may not be human, but we'll just check. <laughs> oh, they are human. They've just assured me. Um, so anyhow, we're here interviewing various members of uh, Steam Powered Giraffe, and I am in presence of the Walter Girls. And so I'll ask you your, your name and your persona name, if you wouldn't mind. I'm Carolina, and I play Walter Girl Carolina. Okay. Yeah, actually, our persona names and our real names are one and the same. So I'm Paige, but I'm also Walter Girl Paige. Okay. Uh, I've seen you with the band for, what, about four years now? Three or four years? How long have you guys been with? In costume, we've only been with the band about a year now. Oh. I've been with the band for maybe about two years, but I didn't start dressing up and selling stuff or getting on stage until about last Christmas. And I've only been with the band since... This past June? I don't know why. It just seems like when I look at the, the website and everything, it just seems like you always notice you there. So you, you make an impression. So explain the, the ensemble and, and your look here. What, what's the, the story behind this look? Well, this is actually Bunny, Bunny Bennett's, the mm-hmm. rabbit in the band. It's his design. He just gave it to somebody to to put together which i think is our esther esther Esther, she's the she makes the costumes for steam powered giraffe so she made us custom dresses based on a drawing by bunny bennett and what it is is supposed to be a little bit of a steampunk uh lab assistant nurse type character and you have specific roles both in character on stage as well as working with the audience um well we're sort of put on to fix the robots when they have little meltdowns on stage. Okay. Um, we each have our own bit. And what kind of bit do you do? I do a bit where I come out and with a feather duster and I have to dust off the robots. And I go on and I have to readjust their screws. Okay. So that's my bit. So uh, you're kind of the forward-facing part, more uh, audience interacting in terms of you're down here in amongst the audience at times, right? Well, she's shaking her head yes, the other one not so much. <laughs> well, I think we are definitely with the audience, well, with the, the fans, because we are the face when they buy the merchandise. Right. They associate us, I think, to buying the merch that we have to sell to them. So, okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. We don't usually go into the audience, or we don't really get a lot of stage time. But when we are on stage, we don't talk. We just get through it, make some funny joke and uh, physical comedy, and then we get right back off. 
So what have you liked about doing these gigs? Uh, what, are, what are some of the things that you really like about it? I really like the fans. I think it's really awesome. I remember being young and liking bands and how that feels. So when I see the fans so happy with the, the band, it's pretty awesome. How about you, Paige? I'd have to say the same. Um, I like the fans and I like to be able to see how much they enjoy the band. Wow, that's the same answer, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'll have to come up with something different. Um, I also like the traveling. I don't enjoy the traveling itself, but it's nice to go to new places. So I'm assuming you guys have traveled with the band a couple of different places. Any really weird gigs so far? Her eyes lit up for a second. <laughs> Anything you could put on radio? <laughs> My eyes lit up in uh, wonder and awe because I can't really remember if there was any super weird ones. Do you know of any? Um, well, for me, the first show that I went with them was to a steampunk, I think Steampunk World's Fair. Mm -hmm. And I, don't, I didn't know what steampunk was. So I was in awe at all the costumes and all, it was all intricate and all these really cool things. So for me, that was pretty amazing. Now, Paige, am I correct? Uh, you're also with Bunny yeah. as well. So there's some new things happening today at the concert. I don't know if it's an upgrade or a, a transition, so to speak. Uh, transition. Transition is a good way to put it. How, how are you feeling about this? How do you think the audience is going to react? I'm excited to see what the fans will think. I've already seen a few people see Bunny walking down around here. And so far, it's been very positive. I know it'll be positive because it's a great costume. Lots of work went into it. And I think most people already knew it was coming, and it's going to be a good thing. Name a couple of things that people wouldn't expect hanging out with this band. They're like, you know, you have to herd hamsters or, you know, carry lots of electrical equipment. Well, I know that people know that we're a small operation, but we literally work out of a living room. We do all of the merchandise out of a living room in a tiny space. All the recording is done in the same space. So, I don't know. I think that's kind of, kind of cool. <laughs> it, it, you're literally a startup in your own living room. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, you have an incredible media presence for what you guys do. Yeah, I would think that um, both David and Bunny are really good about going online and making their websites and social streams very um, professional looking and very accessible to everyone because they're both very interested in technology and in uh, interacting with people online. Uh, so that helps a lot. That makes us not look so much like a, oh, look, we are running this out of our garage, but it's not even a garage, it's a living room, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yo, put on the beats, now we're having a ball. Gonna tell you about a company that tops them all. Walter Robotics, what? break it down. When it comes to robots, are the best in town. Walter Robotics, what? fall in line. All the competitors are just wasting their time. Yeah, I'm looking for quality in a Tricor mainframe at a bargain value with a family name. Other companies charge traditional parts. They nickel and dime you and they smell like farts. But Walter Robotics, what? they're the good guys. Every tenth purchase, they give you a prize. It's assorted bath soaps. Walter, Robotics, what? they'll treat you well. We've got sprockets, cogs, and cold fusion cells. Walter, Robotics, what? give them a call. Discounts on power cores from now through the fall. Hello? No, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. This wasn't even the n -n -n number flashing on the screen. You shouldn't have my personal information. 
When you want to buy hearts for your Tin Men in mass, we've got Iron Brass and even Time Lord class. Other companies have an order minimum, but we'll sell you all both because those guys are dumb. Walter, Robotics, Deal of the Day, $100 off when the price horse neighs. Walter, Robotics, take it from Spine, when I want to buy a robot going here I'm inclined. Walter, Robotics, Sale of the Year, buy 20 Roomba hats, get a free root beer. Walter, Robotics, we'll take care of you, customer service like a fresh morning dew. Walter, Robotics, our word is true, if you're not happy, Hatchie will eat his shoe. I'm going to do it anyways, so it doesn't matter. And then I'll eat your shoes. Water robotics, we make robots. That is a terrible slogan. You should have me write it next time. And this is Rob Soyder with Krypton Radio. Sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. We're here at Her Royal Majesty's Steampunk Symposium on the Queen Mary, and I am very honored to be here with David Bennett, also known as The Spine. Hello. How's it going? So, um, you got some new things coming out in the act tonight? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, we do. I, I like uh, the, uh, the new uh, spine plates. Are those actually made out of metal? They are aluminum, yes. yes. They're made out of uh, Haven't aluminum. Haven't anybody on them yet? Uh, not yet, but I'm hoping. I'm <laughs> okay. crossing my fingers. All right. <laughs> Now, um, I understand that uh, money is going to be coming out in a, in a new model. Yes, uh, uh, go, going from a, a male model to a female model. Uh, I think a few fans you know, might find it uh, different. I mean, it certainly is. Uh, for us, it's, it's no big change. I mean, certainly for Bunny it is, but for the rest of us, it's like, eh, nothing, nothing changes really with the act for us. Uh, when I was interviewing him earlier, he said he's a, a natural uh, base Right, and so are you, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. So the harmonies aren't going to change much, are they? No, they won't change much. Uh, there might be a little bit of uh, feminine stuff with some new songs coming out, but, I mean, Bunny can play all the parts that he uh, used to play and uh, definitely make use of uh, the vocal range that we both share. So, um, by the way, I loved your Rihanna cover. Oh, uh, with hey, diamonds. Hey, that, that was brilliant. Um, it's funny because I've shown that actually to several of my friends, and they prefer that version better than the other one. Oh, well, I guess if you don't like like uh, pop music or whatever, you know. Well, no. <laughs> You've got a deeper a deeper voice yeah. than she does. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so, um, a couple of... Where do you think um, uh, Steam Power Giraffe is headed musically from here? Are we going to get more... You know, uh, rap, steampunk, polka, steam-powered giraffe, uh, you know, reggae, classical. Where, where are we going? Good question, good question. You know, uh, we don't want to limit ourselves, so we'll definitely keep pushing the boundaries of what genres we like to, to delve into. But, uh, you know, we'll always have that folk mentality for some of the songs or vaudeville stuff. Uh, we might take a little departure for some albums, but only just because we want to uh, have fun. <laughs> are, are there times when you think, man, I should have just gone with a mask? Yes. <laughs> Do they make those? Do they make those masks we don't have to put makeup on anymore? No, no. If you found your maker's bag of bones and learned the secrets of your smartphones, would you cast them out and emulate? Or devour your laptop and assimilate? Umbilical extension cords in the offspring birth trumpets the progress omen of our future mirth. The Chimera Machinations create Tech Manticores, ushering in a new age of the Mecto Amor.
make make to a more more make to a more You're listening to Krypton Radio. This is Rob Soiter, the voice of legend, and I am very honored to be here with some of the members of Steam Power Giraffe, in particular, Bunny Bennett. So, I'm going to first uh, go over and say, hi, Bunny. Hi there. So, a uh, lot of questions, and I know you guys are busy and you're setting up. You look absolutely smashing. This is the new line here. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about this new look you're breaking out with? Well, uh, I guess we're doing something different. I'm actually a transgendered artist, and I've decided to make my character female. So uh, now there's a whole makeover, so I'm, I have a new costume, a little bit of makeup changes. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, uh, a little scary, but I guess, you know, we're treading new ground. So that's the... Treading new ground is kind of what you guys do. Um, I don't know if you saw my previous article, but one of the things I did is I compared you guys to the Beatles. Because there are not that many artists out there who do as much in all these different genres, from the graphic arts to the, the video shows to the, to the storyline, the storytelling you guys do, you know, all your different characters. You guys are continually reinventing and coming out with great creativity. That's, I guess that's just typical for us. I don't know if we set out to do something different. We just, it just sort of happens. Do you sometimes think that maybe uh, it would have been better off if you had gone with, like, you know, Mouse or uh, Das Punk with just a helmet or something, something a lot easier? Y- you know, yeah, definitely. But <laughs> would it be as popular? I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? It, it works, I think, because of the makeup. Uh, you know, that must be part of it. People people enjoy, you know, shiny faces. The, the robot has gone through some uh, changes here. So I'm going to ask, are we going to expect some differences uh, in your performances? Yeah, I think uh, it's... It, uh, Rabbit kind of has an, a nasally voice anyways, so uh, there's a lot of that. But I think there's going to be some subtle changes, but we're not changing the harmonies. I'm a natural bass. <laughs> like, I can't... I mean, I can, I can sing high. But I, I'm going to... It's We're just playing it up, you know. It's, it's not that we're trying to trick people. Right. That, oh, this... Uh, you know, to be- make make them to believe it's a female. The the character had a gender change, uh, and the backstory is kind of humorous behind that. You guys can't see this right now, but uh, Bunny is wearing a, a beautiful outfit, and of course the signature red and black stripes, and has worked that into the headdress as well. And the headdress is actually, uh, if you you wouldn't maybe see it uh, from a distance, but the headdress itself is has black and red coils as done done as like dreadlocks almost and. It's really striking. It's it's a great look. And ears. 
<laughs> Explain the ears. Um, well, Sam kept su- suggesting, like, why don't you add ears to your to your costume? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> that just, like, seems so simple. And then when I was, I found this piece and I started messing with it, I was like, I need something on the head. Is it goggles? Is it, what is it? And I was like, it's ears. <laughs> well, one of the mime things that you've been doing in previous concerts I've seen is the reaching out for Spine's hat. You know, the, the giant hat. So... Is Spine going to be reciprocating? Is he going for the ears now? Uh, may- maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're going to see how these ears play into the show tonight. Okay. I'm RJ Ryan Soyner. I'm with Krypton Radio. It's been uh, nearly a year since Sam has taken up the role of Hatchworth. Uh, being a band member beforehand, do you think he inherited a certain amount of new responsibility? Also, what components did he add to the aesthetic style of the group as a whole? Okay, uh... Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> well, he's been amazing uh, to work with. He's he's definitely been the savior of the group this last year. He, he's taken on a lot of responsibility, probably more than he thought. But um, you know, I, he just quit his job. Uh, he was able to, and he's as far as I'm aware, he's really happy that he can, you know, do art for a living. Yeah, and he's helping me on the the comic book now. Yeah, okay, well, uh, <laughs> yep. So he's yeah, he's taken over. He's basic, basically. Each of the robots needs to be kind of a Leonardo da Vinci. They need to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades because there's too little of us. We're not a giant corporation. We don't have a lot of underlings yet. So we kind of need to do everything ourselves. So it's great that he just kind of took the reins and never looked back. As the years have gone by, each new album has had a new element from a different time period. The band's new album, MK3, has had uh, some distinctly disco songs, as mentioned in the packet included with it. What genres of music do you intend to expand upon with future albums, if any? Did the availability of new technology, due to your gradual success, have anything to do with the music that the band makes today? Uh, definitely our recording studio has gotten a little uh, more... Were you recording in a Balboa Park for the first album? There was a, in the first album, we actually we, we recorded in, our, in, a, in an apartment. We made a, a dead space by hanging curtains from the ceiling. Uh, and we recorded some we snuck into Balboa Park and just to get some so we could say that we were in Balboa Park remember we used to right, play right. there uh, we went to the La Jolla Coves we've done our share of busking believe yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> so this one uh, it, it was mostly apartment recording we didn't do a lot of on location this time around uh, but you know the dead space created with with our with our curtains hanging from the ceiling and um yeah, uh, all done with one microphone, a uh, higher quality microphone, so that, that helps. As far as like the sound, though, I don't know. I guess we wouldn't really consider it disco, but there is obviously yeah. a lot of... Uh, I'm sorry if mine are so... But are, are we going to be seeing the uh, SPG polka album, the, uh, the SPG reggae album? Well, with the dreads, I think... No, it's, uh, so basically, we like to touch every genre. Right. We definitely have the four-part harmony, and that's a signature. Right. We kind of sound like Beatles, Queen, and ELO mixed together, and we want to hold on to that. Three of my favorite bands, by the way. Yeah, so, <laughs> we, but nothing, nothing's, there's, no, there's, there's nowhere safe. We're going to do everything. Being openly transgender yourself, as well as an advocate uh, for the transgender community, do you see Rabbit's gender change as a milestone for the band? What inspired this change? Will Rabbit ever come back as a male in the future? Can you also give us the scoop on what precise thing will change, i.e. attire, voice, uh, baritone, alto? Uh, that's so many questions. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take them one at a time. I'll speak. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um... We don't want to make it like a huge deal, right? But you you can't be naive and think that 
it's I not going to have an effect. I've seen you guys downplay it as a, as a just you know something as like wardrobe change because it's honestly just something that people should just see as something like you know that minute because it's just a natural thing that some people are and some people are not. Will Rabbit ever come back as a male in the future? Is he permanently female? I always like to say never say never, but uh, it's pretty certain. Of course, uh, it's always a possibility, but uh, I know fans don't like hearing that. So I'm just going to say it's, it's, it's permanent. You've already answered the, uh, the voice question. You're probably going to keep the same harmonies and everything. And yeah, yeah, definitely. I, uh, the voice, definitely, there, there will probably be some bits where I'll lighten up my voice. but uh, And it may take a couple shows before I get you know, into the swing of that. Right. One of the ongoing things right now is during rehearsals, we keep, having, we keep doing this thing where we're like, well, Rabbit, he said... She said, so there's going to be a lot of that tonight. It, and most of it is going to come from me. Yeah. Actually, that's one of the things I thought. Uh, I took the opportunity to watch your video talking about your journey. And um, it was remarkably insightful. And I recommend all the Krypton Radio listeners, if you get a chance, go to the Steam Powered Giraffe website. There's any number of wonderful things to check out. Uh, speaking in terms of taking charge of your own personal journey and so i assume you've had some people reach out to you and talk to you about there yeah i made the video kind of on a whim and i can't watch it anymore because i'm just so sappy and i'm like (laughs) it's actually taken down right now so that you said that i feel bad because well i mean the the response has been amazing that's why i've kept it up but it's definitely a video that i don't think is for everyone but i just feel i did feel it was important like man if i was if I was kind of younger and in my situation, that video would really help me. Even right. though it's really sappy and long and kind of weird, it's <laughs> intimate. Uh. So um, just a personal question before you jump back in here. You have so many elements in your stories. The Walter Bots and your creation and you guys were all designed as weapons of war. Are we going to have to worry about some point you guys uh, shifting back and killing everyone? Is, is this a point that we have to worry about? Well, that's like an ongoing joke is that something's always going wrong. Uh, definitely the, the, our inventors are accident prone. One is missing his face. Um, yeah. There's been a couple shows where we kind of we put in little bits that don't appear anywhere else. There was one in San Diego, I think last year, where the robots just suddenly thought they were back uh, in Africa fighting <laughs> against... The February show. Yes, I we think heard? so. That was the only one I've actually been to besides this one. And uh, I saw, uh, I'm not sure if this is a precursor to um, Walter, but before you actually made it public on the site, I saw a guy in a wheelchair with the mask on and everything. Did you draw any inspiration from that, or was that you guys? Uh, I think it, you might be referring to a fan who's, right, who just yeah, really sure. likes, likes the character. Speaking of um, fans, you have so many different elements. I'm assuming you guys are gamers and geeks from way back. So, uh, can we talk a little bit about your geek cred, some of your geek history here? What kind of games, what kind of comic books, what kind of stuff inspired you? I can't speak for everyone, but our interests range uh, very wi- widely. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sci-fi nut. I love B-movies. I grew up watching War of the Worlds over and over again. Right. Wore that tape out. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd never really gotten into comic books, okay. but, but definitely video games and... And the steampunk community. Do you have any uh, favorite authors? 
Uh, H.G. Wells, I know that sounds cliche. We're actually descended from him. Really? Yeah. It's a very large gene pool. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't want to waste any of his time. The internet has played a key role in steam-powered giraffes' rise to stardom through such places as the Cavalcadium, Tumblr, and the steam-powered giraffe comic, newly relaunched, among countless others. What other forms of social media do you intend to utilize in your artistic endeavors? I th- I think we got them all covered, but <laughs> there's always a new one. Recently, we we've started vining, okay. little little videos. Um. Uh, so you can see David and Sam making asses of themselves routinely, which is fun. So any if we find a new one and it seems to be catching on, we're definitely going to be in there. Something that seemed to help was the steam powered giraffe hour. You know that seemed to actually boost yeah. Them. That that's returning. We just finished our first season, so we're gonna. Later this month, we're going to have a new one. Are there any uh, particular markets that you're looking to reach? Because right now, you pretty much are in the con circuit and probably one of the best-known acts in that. Is there any markets that you would like to move further into or some things that you're looking at? Uh, We've always wanted to play festivals, but now the act is kind of growing into something that is just... We can't just do 20 minutes almost anymore. Right. We We can sometimes pull it off, but... Usually they, they kind of look at our act and the setup and they're like, okay, we're going to give you an hour and you're going at, you're going last because you're just you're just you're, you're too busy you have too much going on right. so because you're actually not just an act you're also a performance exactly yeah. so I mean we're, we're, the, right now our goal for this year is definitely to push the stage elements uh, to really really kind of solidify that it's more than just a band it needs to be an experience so everything that we're going to do and all the events surrounding the concert are going to be themed. To kind of drag people in, so so we don't have to keep uh, selling ourselves short. Two things. One is 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 there anything specific that you want to get out to the to the SPG fans? Anything that they should be checking out? Any albums that you're very proud of? Or I'm assuming you're proud of all of them. But is, is there anything you'd like them to check out? Uh, well, we just did just release our new album entitled Mark Three. Uh, you can you can check it out. It's it's pretty cool. And we did just launch uh, a comic book, which you can read online, and we just consistently update it every couple weeks. Excellent. Yeah, so. Hi, this is Rob Seuter, voice of legend on Krypton Radio, and we're here at the Steampunk Symposium, and I am honored to be sitting here with one of the marvelous mechanisms themselves, Mr. Hatchworth. Hello. Nice to make your acquaintance. Hatchworth, you've been with the band a fairly short period of time, as I understand it, about three or four months? No, actually, I've been with them since the beginning, but I was locked in a vault for a good amount of time. I've been performing with them for almost a year now. And are you enjoying what's going on? Sure. It's just like being locked in the vault. Now, I really enjoy your various performances. When you bring something musical to the table, what kind of stuff does Hatchworth like? Oh, I like to slap at the bass, make the big beats come out of it. I'll strum the guitar, though, but mostly slap at the bass. Of the other humans that you interact with, Mm -hmm. do you have any favorites? Well, I can't really disclose that information, but Steve Negretti always gets me going. (laughs) And if the other automatons have a problem with you, usually what kind of problem is it? Well, I always bother them for extra mustache wax, and they keep telling me, Hatchworth, you need to stockpile that stuff because it doesn't grow on trees, and they are right, it doesn't grow on trees. So mostly that. If you had a favorite song, what would your favorite song be, Hatchworth? From Steam Power Giraffe the Band. Yes. 
Well, fancy shoes, of course. There's a thundercloud behind those eyes. A storm's a-brewing in your mind thoughts. A static electrical discharge will emanate from your swollen heart. Well, the doctor prescribes rubber
doesn't matter those fancy shoes It's all about the toes you lose It doesn't matter those fancy shoes So why, why would you You have just heard episode 47 of the Krypton Radio original series, The Event Horizon, for January 25th, 2014. Your host has been Robert Soyder and his son R.J. Soyder, and their guests this evening have been the members of the steampunk performing group Steam Powered Giraffe. This episode will air again on Sunday, January 26th, 2014, at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And thereafter, you can access it via the web, directly on the Event Horizon program page, or on iTunes, or on Stitcher. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The part of the science officer was played by renowned science fiction illustrator Mark Schirmeister. The part of the engineer was played by fandom dignitary Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was played by Corsair's closet producer Christine Cherry. And the role of the captain was voiced by legendary science fiction writer Larry Niven. This program and its contents are copyright 2014 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. Stay tuned for more great music and tonight's episode of X-1. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>